Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Disney bride Carrie Erickson about her Memories Collection event at Walt Disney World. I thought you guys would be interested to hear how she chose the Memories Package and how the planning process went and how everything turned out. So welcome, Carrie. Hi, Carrie. How are you? Great. Thanks so much for being on the show today. I'm so excited to be with you. I always like to start at the very beginning and find out how you and your fiancé decided on a Memories Collection event. Well, when we started the planning process, it was no question that we had to get married at Disney. We go twice a year. We go in the summer, and then we usually have a trip or two in between. And he's also a Disney Vacation Club member. So we were touring with Memories and the Escape Package, and we were going back and forth. And We just thought that the memories was perfect for us, mostly because we didn't want to make people feel bad if they couldn't join us and to put that burden on them financially, but also because we thought just our parents could come and be a nice, intimate ceremony. Scott doesn't love being the center of attention, so (laughs) I thought that it would be a perfect way to celebrate the day. And then also we had a celebration back home, so it was perfect. Oh, that's great. Now, which ceremony location did you choose? Well, we did choose Lua Beach at the Polynesian. And the Polynesian is my favorite resort. I just love the Hawaiian theme. Every time we go stay at Disney, we go to the Polynesian to either eat or have a drink or just walk around because it's my favorite. It ended up not being at the Polynesian, though. (laughs) What happened? Rain in Florida, the weather, (laughs) an hour before the ceremony. I got a phone call from my wedding coordinator, Lindsay, and I'd been watching the weather all week and I had contacted her a few times and she said, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It will be okay. And there's always a backup location. You know, they have a few places. Um, My heart was set at the beach, but an hour before it got really, really dark out. So she said that we had to move it to the Grand Floridian, which I was totally fine with because at that point in the day, I was already getting ready and I said, I just want to get married. I'm in Disney. It doesn't matter where it is. So they were going to do it at the convention center in one of the rooms. And then when Scott had gotten there, he said, well, it's not raining. Is there any chance that we can still get married outside, even though it's not at the Polynesian? So it wasn't raining. We got married at the patio at the convention center. And it was really nice because the monorail was in the background and it went uh, went by a few times in our pictures. And they also had chairs out there set up that we didn't even ask for. So it was nice that my guests were able to sit down. (laughs) Wow, that's fantastic because the Whitehall room and patio is actually in pretty high demand, especially among like escape collection events who want to have their reception there. So that's so great that you got to do your ceremony there. It was really, it was great. It was a nice surprise when I got there because I was still able to get married outside. So it was nice. And did you have any floral that they had to transfer? Yeah, I just, I had a bouquet. 
And the only thing we added to the package was I added a boutonniere for Scott, which he didn't even know about. So <laughs> that was a surprise to him when he got there. Well, that's good. I always think if you have tiki torches in the sand and then you have to move to someplace that's concrete, what are they going to do with them? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was, we didn't add anything extra as far as that. Okay. Which options did you pick from the package and how did you choose those? Well, I saw the pink, the pink roses. It was really hard to decide because the bouquets are beautiful and they show you pictures. <laughs> And I probably looked at them a thousand times. I chose the light, they were light pink roses and they had white lilies with it. And my bouquet was really heavy <laughs> <laughs> through the, the photos and everything. My wrist actually started hurting. It was so heavy. There were so many flowers in it. It was beautiful. Wow. Now, how did you choose your officiant? My officiant, we, well, I'll say I, <laughs> I looked on Wedding Wire at uh, different options, but I also joined the official Diz Brides group on Facebook, and I saw a lot of people talking on there about different officiants. So we chose Rev, Rev Kev, Kevin Knox, and he was wonderful. He was so great to work with, and he was very easy to talk to. I'm so happy that we chose him, and he chose us. <laughs> <laughs> Did you do anything to customize his basic ceremony? He sends you a package and he also sends you, you can do the premarital classes with him. There are videos that you can watch and there's like little things that you can go over, um, questions back and forth. So we did that because then you get a discount on your marriage license when you send it through. And he sends you different ceremonies that you can choose from, which is really nice because they can be tailored how you, how you like. And then you can add different love quotes and things in there. And he had some examples in there and that was great. The one thing that he was so kind about was about a month before our ceremony, my dad had, was, had fallen ill and he wasn't able to make the trip. Him and my mom couldn't make the trip hmm. and supposed to. And I was really upset about it. And, and especially because they'd never been at Disney. So it was a big deal. <laughs> it was the wedding and because we were taking them there. But he, he let us FaceTime my parents during the ceremony and he talked to my dad and everything back and forth. And um, a friend of mine walked me down the aisle. So she held the phone the entire time. And um, they were part of it anyway. So that was really special. And he was so great about it. Wow, that's a great idea. I was so happy that we were able to do that. So they were still included in the day. Huh. Now, did you guys choose to use the limo that came with the package or the in-room celebration? We did choose the limo. We just thought it would be easier not to have to think about how to get back and forth or who's going to drive so we can just relax and enjoy the day. So the only thing we had to worry about was how to get back home or back to the, the rooms. And we did the minivan, which was really cute. And um, the driver was amazing. And he even took our photos in front of it when he drove us back to the resort. <laughs> Now, you guys added some photography time with an outside photographer. Can you talk a little bit about how you decided to do that and how you broke up the photography that was included with versus what you were hiring extra? Well, photos were really important to me. I know, like, you know, different brides have everything that's really important to them, like flowers and things. But photos were really important to me. And there's an hour included in the memories package. And I just wanted there to be enough time to get enough photos that I wanted. So I wasn't sure that an hour was enough. So again, I researched a little bit and we added an hour with Regina Hyman. She's an outside photographer and she did an amazing job. 
um, the Disney photographer did an amazing job. A lot of times with the memories package, you're not really sure who you're going to get um, as the photographer, but we had Christina and she was amazing. So we really had a great photo experience. Um, so Christina did the wedding part and then the ceremony at the Grand Floridian. Then we got photos around the Grand Floridian. The rain held off the entire time, which was wonderful. So then we met Regina over at the Polynesian, and we still got photos there anyway. So we got photos there inside and outside where we were supposed to get married. And it, they told us that it rained all around us, but it never rained on us. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Did you guys plan a meal or a dessert party after the ceremony? We did. We had a dinner at Ohana at the Polynesian. So that worked out great with the photos. And then we were right there for dinner. We had Scott's parents and then my friend that walked us down the aisle. And then we had two other friends that live in Florida. They came for the dinner to help us celebrate. That's great. And they were great at Ohana. They were, they brought us over a special dessert that said congratulations. There was all like um, little macaroons and different chocolates with fillings in them and everything. Yeah, it was great. That's cool. So it sounds like it doesn't matter that there's no cake in the memories package because you had plenty of dessert. Yeah, no. And I'm not a huge cake person, so I would rather the bread pudding from there anyway. So it worked out. Now, what was the planning process for you like since you don't do any in-person planning and it's all remote? I felt like it was so easy. Our wedding planner or coordinator, she it did change over one time because the first person that we had got a job in a different section. So when Lindsay took over, she had all our information already, and it was, there was never a delay in her getting back to us with any questions that we had. She was, like, within a day, and sometimes, like, within an hour, she would get back to us. Um, it's really easy to just look at. They send you the package that you have to pick everything from, and you choose, and you send it back to them. It's it. It's a very easy, stressful, stress-free process. That's great. Can you give my listeners a timeline of how the day ran? I had hair and makeup done first. I had Lauren Reynolds, and she was great. She did my hair and makeup, and she did my mother-in-law's hair and makeup. And she was very calming and relaxing, so I did not have any nerves at all. <laughs> oh, she was wonderful. And I was so happy with my hair and makeup. It was exactly what I wanted. It exceeded my expectations. So we had that. So because it was only the ceremony, our ceremony was at three o'clock. So Scott and his parents got picked up first outside the resort. The limo came for them at two. And then I was supposed to get picked up at 2.30, but some things happened with traffic and that. So I got a little nervous then <laughs> that, mm. was, that, you know, the ceremony was going to run behind and the pictures were going to run behind. But none of that ended up happening at all. So um, we made it there, I think it was about five after three when I started walking down and then we had the ceremony, but it really didn't delay anything because the ceremony isn't that long. So, And then did you have to find a way to fill time between the ceremony and the meal at Ohana? We thought everything, I guess we expected it to go on exactly on time. So we finished photography right when it was time for dinner to start. So I didn't have like any time to freshen up or anything before dinner. So that's the only advice I would give. Our, our dinner was at 5.30. So during that hour, our guests went over and they had a drink at the bar while they were waiting for us. And then, so they got, you know, a little bit of time to relax. We didn't have any time in between that. So 
if anybody was planning a dinner after their ceremony, that's the only thing that I would say is maybe leave a little bit more time so you have time to freshen up in between. That's a good tip. What ended up being your favorite memory of the day? There's so many. Oh, it's so hard to choose, but um, I have to say that this is my favorite thing that happened. We, after dinner, we decided to go to the Top of the World Lounge because his parents and Scott are vacation club members, so everybody was able to come up with us. So we can go and have a drink and then see the fireworks from the Top of the World Lounge. And when we walked in, everybody stood up and gave us a standing ovation and they started clapping. And it was so sweet because we've been there a few times and usually there's not that many people in there. Well, it was packed. (laughs) So everybody stood up and I just felt like we were treated so great. And then the waitress, she came over with champagne glasses with those little light up ice cubes in them. And then there was a little girl in there. She was probably five or six years old. She came over to me and she said, you look just like a princess. And she was giving me hugs and kisses and kept coming over to me periodically. And um, the last thing she said to me before she left was, I hope you live happily ever after. And I that was the cutest thing. I got a photo with her. Um, I gave her a couple of flowers out of my bouquet. So she thought that was the best thing ever. But that was so sweet. That was so great. I love that. I'll never forget that. Oh, what a wonderful story. It was great. Then on a different note, did anything go wrong that day or just not turn out like you expected? I don't think so. Even though we weren't able to get married at Luau Beach, like I said, we were still able to get photos over there. So even though that didn't go as planned, I really, everything was perfect. I mean, it wasn't sunny out, but they say that that is the best weather for photos. And our photos came out really great. Both the Disney photos, Regina Hyman, I mean, she was so sweet, too. She's, like, just the cutest little thing ever. <laughs> so it, it was just, it was a wonderful day. I really have no complaints at all. That's great. Was there any aspect that seemed like a big deal or you were worried about beforehand and then it turned out not to be? I was really worried about the marriage license. I wasn't sure because I we live in Pennsylvania, so I wasn't sure how that process was going to work out. I actually emailed Reverend Knox a few times about that because I was nervous. And I did everything through email and I sent it in. And I got it. We got it really, really fast. There was no problem with that. You know, you had to get it notarized and everything, but we got it really quick. There was, I, I didn't have to worry at all. And I was stressing about that. And really, it was quickly. Oh, that's great. And if any listeners are similarly stressed, I have a whole show about how to get your marriage license on DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Is there anything you would have done differently knowing what you know now? Um, I don't think so because, like I said, the only thing we went back and forth about was having either a wishes or escape. But I think that the way that we did it was great because then we were able to come back home and have a celebration and have everyone there and not have to worry about who's traveling or who's coming. So I think the memories package was perfect for us. Everything went great. And, you know, it was just such a memorable day. And I didn't have to worry about going around on my day and making sure I'm talking to everybody and and making sure I'm saying hello to everyone. So that was why we had the party. And I just think that it was just great to have my family and one of my closest friends there. And it it was just a great day. That's a good tip. 
Now, you mentioned the timing aspect. Do you have any other tips or advice for someone who might be considering a memories wedding or vow renewal? I think that sometimes hair and makeup takes a little longer than you think it's going to be. So I would definitely take the advice that they tell you that you should be ready at least three hours before your ceremony starts. And, um, you know, I talked to a few people too about hair and makeup um, and other Disney brides also. And they said a lot of times they cut it close, especially if there's more than one person getting their hair and makeup done. So I would suggest that you make sure that you get it done early enough. Because you don't want to be and be worried about <laughs> getting there in time. Exactly. Yeah. Is there any place online where my listeners can go to read about or see photos of your day? I do have photos on the official Diz Brides Facebook page. So if anybody is a part of that or becomes a part of that, they can see photos there. Okay, great. And I will get some from you and put them in a slideshow in the post for this episode on DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Great. Well, Carrie, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. I think this has been really instructive for anyone who's considering the memories collection at Walt Disney World, and I appreciate your taking the time. Thanks so much for talking with me and being able to share my day with you. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. In the meantime, send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show site, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at fairytaleweddingsguide.com. <laughs>